You're listening to OK Now Listen, a bi-weekly show where we chat about what's on our minds, what we're binging, and what's blowing up our timelines. I'm Scotty Beam, media personality, content creator, music enthusiast, and still a winged connoisseur. And I'm Sylvia O'Bell, culture writer, host, producer, and I still love me some Beyonce. And I love me some you, yeah. Scotty. My sister, I oh missed you. God. I miss doing this with you. We're back. I missed you so much. Listen, I didn't know how much I missed hearing you talk about chicken wings until you started reading your intro. I got a little emotional. <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> oh, we are back. 2022. Happy New Year, y'all. <laughs> Wow. Happy Christmas, Merry Christmas, Ooh, Kwanzaa, Merry Christmas. New Year, um, Happy Black History Month, I hope you had a good Valentine's Happy Day, Happy Month. Women's Month, uh, Patrick's Day, what else? <laughs> I know, we know y'all, we know, we know. okay, we know. I, y'all have, I, I apparently, um, uh, allegedly, I said a month, I don't, I don't recall, I thought, I thought I said, <laughs> I thought I said a month or so. Maybe it was editing. I'm going to blame editing like reality stars on the reunions. I feel like it was, yeah, it was the, the or editing. so got edited out for a time. Yeah. And um, yeah. because I didn't know, you know, I didn't know for sure, for sure what day, you know, we just knew that we were taking a break because yeah. we needed to recharge, re-up. You know, your girls was tired. We're not as young as we used to be. We needed some rest. You know, we were trying to reclaim that soft life y'all won't stop talking about. And I regret nothing. How about you? <laughs> I regret zero. When I say there's nothing that... First of all, I might start doing this more often, by the way. Like, this has taught me, not maybe three months, because... Yeah, it was like... Yeah, three months was a lot. I feel like the first first month and a half was us. The rest was just, you know, business. But, like, we just needed to get organized and get together. That first month was necessary. And if you can and have the privilege to... Mm. Take advantage of that if yes. you can, even if it's not a month or whatever, a week into the new year. Mm-hmm. Spend some time, some you know, a lot of times like me, I will hit the ground running the next mm-hmm. year because there's things to do. It's a new year. I gotta, you know, think things to accomplish. But it's okay to delay that workout thing that you have planned. You know, that journey that you got planned yeah. for the next month. Some resolutions. Or, Right, all those re- resolutions that you made, there it's February. okay to just or whenever. And I think for me, right. to your point, I found a way of doing this even when I was working full time. Like now, we have the privilege of like I've never been able to take two full months off. Like I know, like last year we did January. I feel like every year I take a little bit more, a little bit more. But like you know, my birthday's in February and stuff, so I was happy to like have that time off too. But mm-hmm. especially Black History Month, y'all, y'all know how they come at us, Black History Month. And it was so nice mm-hmm. to pour into myself versus pouring into these brands and these media Hello. sites. I poured into me during uh-huh. Black History Month, me, the black person that needed it. And I loved that for me. And I think there's a balance. Sometimes there's seasons of both. Do it if you can. Use them PTO days. You can't take them with you. Please, child. <laughs> Please. Yeah. And I'll never, I'll never not do Like, I will literally go in with ease until my dying day yeah that was as long as i can like i am recharged as long as i can child i'm gonna do it i feel recharged i am literally like i feel better i'm happy you know 
I feel like I could take on whatever it is that I have to do now for the remainder of the year. I just feel like, okay, <laughs> I'm able to think more clearly. There are things that I have decided, like I've wrote down certain questions to ask myself to reflect on because sometimes reflecting does not take a day. It takes weeks. Mm -hmm. It takes months mm. to actually reflect and think through things. So I was able to ask myself some very personal questions that I haven't gotten the time to sit down and think about mm -hmm. or, or even journal about. Or like you say, you say this all the time on this podcast, like we have to live a little to have things to say to y'all. I, I don't get my I, yes. wisdom staying in this booth. This this podcast is fueled by experiences <laughs> and we're going to have to live it in order to tell you guys what the fuck's been going on and how we think about it and what and what we felt about it. You know, so this is everything is based on experience. Yeah, we got to experience life. And one thing me and Sylvia got to do is go on vacation, child. Baby. We went to Cabo. Cabo, Cabo San Lucas, and we hey. and we stayed at the uh, the Nobu, the hotel. the influencers' favorite hotel. We said, you mm -hmm. know what? We was watching y'all go there when we wasn't allowed to travel, and we decided that <laughs> <laughs> as soon as we felt safe enough to do it. <laughs> We were gonna go check we that place out, and you know yes, what? It did. lived. It lives up to the because not everything on Instagram right. lives up to mm -hmm. the to the to what it looks like in real life. You know they say Instagram reality. Mm -hmm. No, they they measured up. That no boo, baby. It was no boo. It baby. was it was the there was nicest. no filter. I I used no. to think y'all was using the visco. <laughs> I was thinking that y'all was putting on the filter. There was no filter. I went over there. I said I don't need no damn filter for this. It's gorgeous. It's the nicest place i have ever stayed in my life and scotty mm -hmm. big meech larry hoover beam <laughs> was like you know what we gonna do we gonna get one of them rooms with the swim up pool that's what we gonna child. do child so now this Go bitch ahead. had me being able to the, the our room was the cabana there was no need oh, it was just a, like you just open that. you get out of bed slide up in the door and just walk into the pool you had your own little area outside mm -hmm. your door mm -hmm. baby just the privacy the access the literal access mm -hmm. to just mm -hmm. pool water and then people can just come to the pool by your room and give you cocktails it, don't, it, it shouldn't be allowed i said how am i gonna go back to having to walk to a pool area what kind of ghetto right. stuff is that? <laughs> so you mean to tell me now because sky done exposed me to the good life when i go on my next trip and I got to walk to the pool area through the hallway. I was like, ugh. <laughs> so, <laughs> Sylvia and I, we, we slept. Like, I fell asleep. No, 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 no. Y'all, I'm going to tell y'all because By I don't want to. I don't want to. Oh, no. no, 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 no. No, no, no. Thank you for reminding me. Thank you for reminding me, y'all. Let me tell y'all something. Let me tell y'all how much y'all good sis needed a vacation. Y'all girl was so tired. She was so tired that when we landed, and we got to our hotel room. You know we black, right? So we don't we don't do what we don't use our outside clothes. We don't use put our outside clothes mm -mm. on the bed, especially mm -mm. post flight. We just flew, so we were not about to sit on the bed with our clothes on that we flew in. So Scotty is kneeling on the side of her bed like she about to say a prayer. But you know when you're on your phone, but like she's kneeling on the side of her bed. She leaned over on it, and I go to use the restroom. I come out. Our good sis is fell asleep in prayer. Like in prayer position, <laughs> her head is on the bed, but the whole rest of her body is just kneeling on the side of it. And she slept like that for a good hour, at least. I watched a whole episode of Ozark. 
I watched the whole episode of Ozark while this girl, and I said, what, what kind of, what, who, who, what, why, why are you this tired? Yeah. She didn't even have time to get undressed and get in the bed. She was sleeping like she just had a newborn baby at home, and I knew she had a baby. newborn puppy, but my girl Thank Nina, you. my girl Nina must have wore, had, had, had y'all girl slumped, literally. But, but y'all could tell, like, the <laughs> amount of times that I was talking about going away, going on vacation last episode, last season, yeah. I know y'all was like, bitch, go somewhere. Please. You need to go somewhere. <laughs> Do so, it. She when did. I finally got to the place, and especially like before that, they were like uh, delaying my flight. They canceled my flight, so oh, I yeah. had to take another flight somewhere else. So that was the craziness. But like, I was, I got on my knees and I said, "Thank you, God." And as soon <laughs> as I said, "Thank you, God," God said, "Rest." God said, "Rest." <laughs> Thank my you. Child. God said, "Rest, my child." Go ahead and rest, baby, because child, I was out and I got to rest the whole time. You know, sometimes. You know how there's people you travel with who do everything like, bitch, sit down. I'm like, not y'all that person. doing ATVs, <laughs> y'all doing and trail um, hikes, excursions <laughs> through the jungle, jumping off waterfalls. And hey, more life to you. You know what I mean? More life me. to all of you. That's, that's Scotty. Me. I am a, let's lay by the pool and drink. And I'm here for the leisure. I'm here for the rest and the relaxation. And that first time that I got to have that rest uh, vacation was with Sylvia. And (laughs) Sylvia was like, I'm going to sit here. And you're going to sit here and you're going to rest. This resort, we got everything we need. I will swim all day. We got everything we need at this resort. Order your food and sit down. And I was, ooh. I was like inventing Anna mm-hmm. and that bitch. Why we gotta leave? <laughs> Why we gotta leave? It was me. And then Scotty, tell them about the whales. Tell them about the whales. Oh my gosh, guys, we saw whales. So, like, first of all, they they started off with saying like we might see them. Yeah, we might. It, it's a might situation. Don't get excited, but enjoy the sea. You know, enjoy the ocean. So that's what we did, and it was beautiful. But then those little blowholes started to, like, pop out. And we saw the water. Yes. And then we got so close. They were so close. To the whales. I cried. I teared up. Because I, just like Sylvia said, like, look what God made. Look what he made. All of this. Freed all the willies. And I can be here. Yes, all the willies. Shout out to Will Will. All of them, like, they were, well, Will Yuz, because it was mad Women. Uh, females yes, in there, too. So, yeah, shout out to y'all having y'all babies in there. Uh, <laughs> that's why they go over there, too, by the way. They, they go, go to, to have they their kids. Cobble. They go to Cabo to have their kids in luxury, yeah. I guess. I get it, girl. Mm-hmm. The views are beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, yes. that was, we had So, it was a beautiful trip. experience. Like, I just, and I love everything about boats, and I love everything about water. I think water calms me. Same. Water, uh helps me think through things. I hopefully in my older years, I'll be able to be closer to water mm. um, where I'll be able to reflect, you know, and, and just live my life at ease. And I think that's what really puts my life at ease. My thoughts and heart at ease is water. Oh, so yeah, that was just a beautiful experience. I absolutely loved it. I loved going yes. with you. So because also, be very intentional with who you take on these trips. <laughs> yes. And that's it, and I think it was really such a good I was like, this is really gonna be a good like bonding trip for us, but also it's a test of friendship yes. too. Like it was our first yes. trip like international trip together and our first and it was not like a group. It was just us. 
And that 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 yeah. hires the stakes. Like that makes it even easier that somebody could get all your nerves because you don't got a lot of people. You can't go from this person to this person to this person. Right. It's just us. And we share the room. Like I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? This is really my sister. Like this is one of my best. Like, this is one of my. This is my best friend because we really did it and we survived and we missed each other even after so much so that she I followed know, me to L.A. Did. Y'all, don't I let her tell did. you any different. She next thing I knew, <laughs> she, she was back in L.A. with me and I said, wow, didn't get enough, huh? I see you, girl. Right. <laughs> there was a little right snowstorm or whatever, but you. of course it was because yeah. of me, guys. So, yes, and I, y'all was mad at us. I saw y'all was watching our little pictures waiting for us to come back. That's when y'all started yelling. Y'all saw us by one ocean and said enough. We won't spend as much time on all the other things that we've been up to because we got we got a show to do. But yes, so I I, I think for me uh, this season of our lives, like, I really love that. Like you know, there's years that you pour out and there's years that pour back into you. And I feel like this is one that we're we're, we're reaping the pouring in. We've done a lot of pouring mm-hmm. out. I feel like we're getting poured mm-hmm. into a lot in this season, mm-hmm. this season and this year. And I'm excited to see what comes from it the girls are working we're back and we're gonna do big things the girls are working we're gonna do big okay. things y'all yeah yeah i 100 rt everything that you said i'm excited <laughs> to talk about all the things um especially things that um we will experience experience this year you know there'll be new things to talk about and new topics to talk about so i'm happy to get that ball rolling because you know one thing that hasn't changed is me watching these goddamn uh, Dayton reality shows uh, just so that they could piss me off because that's what they do every time. <laughs> she really be, I, was like, I don't know why you do this to yourself. Like, But I'll be watching. We, 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 and then she drags me in it. So then and, we're doing I'm going to say, and then I drag Sylvia in it because I want her to, <laughs> to be upset so that we can no. be upset together and <laughs> together. we can text each other about how upset we are. We're friends like these, y'all. I say. <laughs> this guy be like, no, 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 no. Tell me. I need you to watch it so you can tell me if I'm crazy. Am I crazy or are they crazy? And I'm like, so now you want That's me to go I crazy to help everything. you decipher the Am I crazy? Like, literally, every anytime she comes to me with a, I'm, am I crazy, I don't know where it's going to go. It could go a myriad of places. But it's always a fun ride. And then she just like, <laughs> like I said, I just be the fool getting dragged along every time. I'm like, all right, yeah, let's go, let's see. But I'm right, right there with you, and I'm a, you're the reason why I am pissed. Every what day is Mary at first sight? Come on, I don't even know. <laughs> Thursday, I think every freaking Thursday, I I curse Scotty's name <laughs> because I had avoided this show for mm, years. But then the Chris mm, and Paige season mm, had gotten mm. me for obvious reasons. The mm-hmm. whole damn okay now listen team was like, girl, go watch Married at First mm-hmm. Sight. So now here mm-hmm. I am again thinking maybe that was just one crazy season, right? Like it, I, it can't. And I mean, finding out that the husband that you were aligned, uh, matched with had a baby but didn't have a baby and was leaving. That is, I think that was quite wild even for Married at First Sight. But yes. this season has not failed to disappoint with the foolery. I want to know why the black men that these experts pick are so terrible. Like, why Ola nigga? Right. What's his name? I've been calling him uh, Ola nigga because he been <laughs> pissing me off. He, and I, I he doesn't I deserve, he don't deserve Olajuwon. the respect of me saying his full name. I'm like, Ola nigga, he has, he, he has lost his, his mind. motherfucking mind. I could not wait for you to get to finish those episodes because... The pe- for those of you who watch the show and know who we're talking about, 
At Marrying First Sight, it's when the people agree. They get matched with a husband right away on the aisle. And they get married the very first episode. Right. And then they have to live it's together. It's like love is blind with an altar. And you don't get to you yeah. don't get to pick for yourself. Like they oh, yeah. and they're picked for you. Like there is no right, right, right. There's like you come in, the experts have picked somebody for you. And that's why people be mad because they're like, I thought y'all were experts. I thought y'all they're not, <laughs> We're gonna and after this season Hey, we're gonna have I to bring, want y'all to sit down we're gonna have and to have a conversation out. with these experts because I don't know what's happening. How much happening. y'all be experting? What's happening? First of all, I didn't know. Like I said, Ola, Ola what's his name? Ola wants somebody to cook for him all the time, Juwan. He, if he tells this girl, what's what's his wife's name? Bless her heart. What's her name? I need mm, to free her. Bless her heart. And that's going to be her name. Bless her heart. Bless her heart. <laughs> bless her heart. Elijah Juwan and Katina. Katina, bless her heart. If I was Katina... The experts looked surprised when Elijah Wan was like, I need somebody to cook every day. They said, you never mentioned that in any of your interviews. And suddenly, that's all this man cares about from this black woman. Is she cooking? Is she cleaning? If she's not, he's demeaning her and he's tearing her down. And let me tell y'all something. She's better than me because you wouldn't feel safe eating my food if you kept talking to me like that. You wouldn't. <laughs> and after, by the way, that she, Katina said, I've been verbally abused, emotionally abused. Talk about it. By men in the past. You go right behind that and do the same thing them niggas did to her. Because you know that you're going to get your positive uh, reaction that you want. Right. That you're, you know that she's going to just want to do whatever makes you happy. Mm-hmm. you know that that's the result that you'll get. So you manipulate that. Like, I can't stand that nigga. Mm. Like, and I and, and and throw him back to the white people. Like, <laughs> he, this is his first black girl, by the way. So throw him. You can back. have him. We can, there's a, there's we, a lot of times please. when black men talk like that, what they don't realize is we're like, you can Go. have him. Spare no, us. Please. Spare us the violence. Put him right back. Right, throw, throw him, him right back, back where he want to go. So, Married at First Sight is going in the the hate category for me right now. Like, I'm watching it. I love the show because it's it's the craziness. I need my reality dating shows with a with a dash of crazy. Right, I need all crazy, but I need a dash of love to make me believe that love. Yeah, something to root for it. Right, but what Netflix is giving us, baby, is this new show, baby. That y'all are about to tune. It comes baby. out April sixth. The ultimatum, let me tell y'all something about what Netflix has coming y'all way. Stress. I am (laughs) Regina, I am Regina Hall. Put fire in the background. I am, it's like, they say, you know what? You guys are looking for more um, healthy situations. No, what we have is drama. (laughs) We don't have health. They said, turn it up. They said, turn it up. Mm -hmm. Turn up the mess. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Y'all, the premise the premise is so crazy that I just believe that anybody who signs up for this show is crazy to begin with. They have couples. And essentially, it's all the women. There's maybe one man. But each couple, the woman has given an ultimatum. She wants to be married. And for some reason, for various reasons, her partner does not want to be married. or they ha- And so she's, they're issuing an ultimatum. And the way that this show, this crazy-ass show decides Baby. to help them decide if they're with the person they want to be, they have to break up date the rest of the cast for a week so everybody there comes as a couple mm-hmm. then you date every couple breaks up and you date everybody else's partners in front of their face mm-hmm. and then they you sit down and you pick 
who you want to do the trial marriage with. They, for three weeks, have to live with somebody who, uh, in, in a very, like, pressed escalated marriage scenario like they're meeting family they're meeting friends they're doing exercises they live together all of these things for three weeks that's not their partner and then they go supposed to go back to their partner Mm -hmm. do three weeks with them and Mm -hmm. then they decide do you want to stay with your partner or do you not want to as if the idea of like and i think every girl on the show thinks he's gonna see how great i am when he sees some other chick and then he's gonna know i'm the one and baby, 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 that is not how <laughs> it's like chaos and Sue's. Well, yeah, right. Because they also, just to make sure y'all know, you are seeing the woman who is now with your ex-boyfriend. Like, y'all are having dinner oh, together. Yeah. Y'all are mm-hmm. talking about how how's he improved or what his growth looks like or what kind of person he is. Like, you haven't been dating him for two and a half years. Like, so you get these reports about, about how your, your, your man, man is doing. doing. Baby, Who knows? that Let right me tell there. You something. Couldn't be couldn't do it. Couldn't me. Do it. Couldn't, do it. <laughs> couldn't be. If I ever saw a show that couldn't be me more, just when I thought... They couldn't create a new show that would be so much. I said, no, put it at the top so of the list. So far from me. Put it at Let the top see. of the list. Put it at the top of the list because one thing about me, dating my man in front of my face, in front and of my face. And then talking about him like I don't know him. We're going to have a problem. See, it's not. Nope. It's not I'm the one of the girls who like to tussle. So we we going to tussle. <laughs> you bring up my man's up name and I'm at not, any point. And I'm not an easily tussle. I'm not the one. I don't. Oh, I don't tussle, eat tussle baby. easily. But one thing about me, if I'm in love, uh-huh. it can be a little territory. Right. Like I. What, 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 will, what will Smith say? Um, I don't know if we want to love make will you do right some now. crazy thing. <laughs> I should have placed a bet, y'all. What I should have placed say? a bet. Can we make it through this recording without love mentioning it. Will Smith? And Scotty would have lost we'll because you had to do it. You had I to do it. You had to bring this y'all. up. I, I, no, I'm just saying, I, need, I needed a quote. But baby, we be tussling. We would keep my nigga's name out your fucking mouth. Keep him out Keep my mouth. man's name out, out your, your motherfucking mouth. Hmm. And we're and not saying we would be right it. about it. And no, we're not I'm, saying we would be wrong about, about it. it. We're not saying. But I would be saying, about it. One thing about me. About it. I'm going to be about it. One thing so, about us is that, you know. About it. Yeah. So, yeah. so Wait till uh, y'all watch that. I watch and, this. And we want all the tweets. <laughs> we want all the tweets. Please add us because we warned you. Say Sylvia and Scotty. Scotty and Sylvia warned us. And they didn't lie. Because, because who you think you're going to be rooting for in the beginning will not be the person. Let me just have, let me just say that and then I'm going to drop. And I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think for me, it's just so, it's just what's crazy about it is like there's just no order to it. There's no order about, like there's no synergy <laughs> in who's picking what and what's picking who. So it's like a bad day game of musical chairs. Somebody getting embarrassed so at every checkpoint. And I hate it. The secondhand embarrassment is too much. I mean, I loved it. It was in my veins. Like we watched it. Like Scotty watched hers in one day. And, the yeah, only reason day. I watch all of it in one day was because I had other work to do but baby I ended up and I can't wait for y'all to see the chaos and like just the moment when you realize that everybody regretted coming on it was like Squid Games but not (laughs) that you know like when they lock the doors on Squid Games and it's like I can't 
I didn't know this is. I didn't, I didn't know. Yo, you you see all of them thought. realize that they fucked up by coming they on. They thought they show. was the prize. Everybody was the prize, child. <laughs> and everybody can't be the prize. And that's Maybe. the hard right fact about life. Not everybody can be the prize. <laughs> and they over here. The, so y'all, I Ooh, I cannot wait. It's chaos, and I don't know what masochist came up with this idea. At Netflix mastermind. A mastermind you are. You love drama. Whoever sit. you are, you I don't even know what sits here. Love in your mess. mind. But baby. Whoever crafted the outline. Because I don't think ultimatums work anyway. I, I don't know, you know, but you well, the only the thing end that, of the season, Sylvia. The please. only thing they work about is you're going to get an answer. You may not get the answer you want. That you want. But it will speed up. You're speeding up an answer. People go you in get with the answer. wrong idea of what an ultimatum is. And they All think, it does oh, is it get you an answer. it's going to get me what I want. No, 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 no. baby. It's going to get you right. An answer. An answer. It, an it's answer. a 50-50. It's a gamble. You prepared for the answer, right. You got it. It's like, it's and like they when weren't you, prepared. It's like when you have a job and you, give them, you show them the offer that you got for another job and they can either raise the price for you to match it or tell you, well, guess you're going to go to that other job. But like mm-hmm. relationships, it's like ultimatums don't. They be, they don't wear, and that's, and that's across the board of races. And there's black women on here this season. Y'all going to see them. Y'all going to see them. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting. And I can't mm-hmm. wait to talk maybe more about the race relations there once y'all have caught up mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'd ever do any reality show. Like we've both been asked to be a part of reality yes, dating shows before and we've both declined. No. But I, I might consider the next show I want us to talk about Netflix's own Love is Blind. At least with Love is Blind, you you have some say in the matter. In the sense of like, you can you uh, you are the one interviewing these people in boots mm-hmm, versus an mm-hmm. expert. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like I have more power. Like, I'm in the boots. I don't know what they look like, but I'm, I'm able to talk and weed out for myself if somebody mm. is good for me. And then also you have that trial time living together before you actually have to get married. And so it just doesn't seem, it seems way less of like a, a ease in. It's still a crazy experience. And I do think, I don't know if I could really do a thing where I can't look at the person I'm talking to. Be, and it's both ways. I need who's dating me to know what I look like. Yeah, I need you to know, because yes. I don't want, I don't want to deal with the surprise of you not knowing or thinking I look different or what you built in your head. My self-esteem ain't that strong yet. Like, we're, we're like, I just am not, like, I have good self-esteem, but, like, I, the way that the, when things go left for some people on, some of these people on the show, like, poor Deep D, bless her heart, Deep D ain't deserve what she went through with Shake. I couldn't survive, like, I, 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 it's still on site for Shake. It's It's still on site site for Shake. Mallory did not, like, think Sal was attractive. She didn't. You know I thought what Sal I mean? was attractive too. I thought Sal was. Sweet she just. I think she. She. She has her type. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, hear. But yeah, I would do the same thing. I would that. ruin. I would ruin the whole show because I would sit there and be like, "Hey, I got big ass thighs. They ain't going nowhere. Um, I <laughs> got this huge, big hair. Um, I'm dark skinned So hey, what do you, you want to date? Right. I just need to you get something bad now because what, what like? I don't want to do is to fall for somebody only for me to find out that they aren't attracted to me. Let's get that out the way up top. But it was the composure that Deep T had that I truly hope and aspire to because the way that she knew all this information, she made me believe sitting there getting her makeup done that she was going to say yes. I said this. Oh, my God. Please, somebody tell her Jesus. Like, I thought they were going to have somebody in the it. middle of the wedding and say, hey. 
this is ha- something. But <laughs> for her to say, absolutely fucking not. No, With a smile I'm not doing it. Got and embarrass this man in front of all his little white friends that he thinks are so important. When I say chicken soup for the soul, it's uh, what I needed huh, to keep going. Injected in my veins, baby. That was I, what I wanted. It felt like I was in church. I stood up and did a praise Yo. break because uh. that's the energy, baby. And I hope y'all watched it. Right. And I hope. Because Yo, learn something from well, this. No nigga that's unsure about me in any way. Unsure and just uh, just talk shit about me all the time. My appearance, what I like, what I went not through. Not knowing what, if I'm good enough. Yep. Nope. None of that. You none think of I'm that. Gonna live that? Care. I'm not uh-uh. living that reality. No, I don't have to. Partly what we want to talk about here is like, we're, you know, we love the white mess. It's sometimes it's fun. Like, but the but the black the black woman on these shows. We don't like how they play about them. And so I want to use that to transition into Ayana and Jared because Mm. my sweet baby angel Ayana, I was very much protect Ayana at all costs. Something made me want to protect that lady. You know what it was? I'll tell you the exact scene. And here's the only reason why. I allow Jared, like I'm her mother. The only reason why I allow Jared to marry her as if I had to say is because unlike Shane and Natalie and them, Jared was honest with her in the booth, like in the thing. He said, hey, I propose to this person. I'm not going to hide that. I'm not going to pretend this happened, but I would like, y'all were there. Y'all saw it. It was the scene where she had to um, take that news in. And then she left the room and she couldn't even walk back and she fell to her knees. When Ayana fell to her knees, the way I wanted to scoop her into my bosom. Stand up. Tell her, stand Stand up. Stand up. (laughs) Stand up. We're gonna, you can make it to that room. Don't you fall apart in front. Don't you fall apart in this television. Make it to the room. But But I knew every woman knew what that felt like. That break where you can't even make it like that. Just that that disappointment. Like when that disappointment, whatever the reason may be. Obviously, you're not. We're not all on reality shows, but like when a man that you feel like you having a future with disappoints you in a big way, and you have to make the decision: Are you gonna stay or go? Right, and also the heaviness of realizing or thinking that you're not enough. Like you, what you choice, put yeah. right. Second choice that it wasn't enough to be first. And some, yeah. some people just want to be first. You know, I want to be first because of ego or whatever it is. But not being first will make you think, damn, I just wasn't enough. I was giving it my all. I was myself. I was being true to who I am and it still wasn't enough. That can get heavy. Not even, you don't even want to walk no more. You just get on your knees and be like, child. Right. She, she, that's what she, when she got on her knees, I said, oh, baby, get up. No, get up. Maybe. Because it's just that. And then for those of us watching, they obviously didn't know that they were playing parts in it, but the triggering optics of it being a black man, the black woman's being chosen second, and then the woman who was chose first was a Latina woman. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it brings up all of those color, like, you know, like all of those races, Everything. like all of those things. It's all Everything. up in there in one mm-hmm. triggering ass episode. Mm-hmm. And what I will give their experience is that because of what I'm used to, 
when it comes to watching black women on reality shows not get picked, not get chosen, be dismissed, be told they're not this enough or that enough. I am always ready to watch a black woman get disappointed on these shows, and I hate that for me, and I hate that for all of us, but because of that, I was like, Ayanna, run. Run. Don't go back. Don't say yes. Don't match with him. Leave. Don't do it. And then when she did do it, I was, and then she, like, when they first met, it was, like, a beautiful, cute moment, but I was so nervous. I was saying, I was like, okay, but when they go, when he see Mallory, what he gonna do? What he gonna do when he see Mallory? Because I was preconditioned to know that he's gonna do something to make Make this girl look crazy. And that's when he did do, he did do, he did do at the bar. Like he, uh, he did do at the bar when he got a little too much dip on his chip because he saw Sal and then he saw himself. And he saw Mallory not really being in the cell. And he had too much dip on his chip and was like, yeah, I could have. I could have. I would have known the color of your ring. I would have done this for you. I would have done that. But you ain't pick me. And it's like, dog, you, Ayanna's, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Not, no, 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 no. So I thought what I feared was going to happen was going to happen. But then as the season went on, he really stuck beside her. He stuck beside Ayana. They had probably, once they moved into each other, to the wedding, the least amount of issues compared to all the other couples. He went out. She likes to stay in. Those are common things. Yeah. Those mm-hmm. are common things. His seeing his family made me like him more because I love when he when he came to his parents' house and they was grilling. I said, ah, that's the black family right there. But <laughs> the daddy was like, I'm gonna marry y'all. His sister was cool. Like all of these things. And then they actually said both said yes. And there's and at the reunion, I was holding my breath, baby. I was holding my breath. But then there they were, and they're matching red. And they were still they're still together. There's just as we were recording this yesterday, I saw them post this nasty little picture up in the elevator together. And I said, you know what? This is not what I would have done. And I don't know. Time, I, I feel like I'm still always half holding my breath. But I will say that I didn't see it working out this long for them. And I'm happy for her. I'm happy for her. And maybe she's teaching me something about writing things off. Well, what I did realize is that your story of finding love is like will be different. Mm. It will be different. Sometimes you have to accept the fact that your journey will not mm-hmm. be the what the Cinderella story or whatever story it is that yeah, we have stuck tale. to. Yeah, right. It's just not yeah, a fairy about tale. It. So it's like realizing, which is part of the, you know, triggering part in the part that's like it was our traumas showing our its asses, especially during that part. Like when yeah. he didn't pick her. First, it was a he ain't pick all of us. I hate it. Right, he ain't pick all of us, and and that's how I did. And that's how I felt, and I was angry about it. I was mad about it. I was mad as she said yes. I was pissed about it, and I'm like, I was like, no, this is it. I fucking hate this. Blah, blah blah. I was mad about it because I knew. I just thought that from there it was downhill. You're gonna treat her like a second choice. Yeah, and I don't like that. Like I, I just knew in my eyes and also in everybody else's eyes that it would be like black women. The second choice. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when that happened, I was angry about it. But I have to realize, and, and even for my own story, like sometimes I have this idea. Some of them are just ideas, guys, of 
what you want your love story to look like and it won't mm-hmm. match that exactly exactly yeah. is what i'm saying it will look similar somewhat kind of but to match it exactly baby it's mm-hmm. it's, it's not realistic god you, like, you really think you me that's right y'all right right i'm the one i'm the one writing this story not right you. right and 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 that's what i've realized it's a very humbling experience <laughs> it's very humbling okay it's very humbling <laughs> but sometimes you have to let it go Ooh. and let it take and its course we don't course. like to do that and baby like i got that. a problem with it still to this day i call sylvia i'm like i can't control this and it's driving me crazy <laughs> Cause this is where my journey is supposed to go. Like this is how it's supposed to go. And you know, the the joke is like, you know, when you start to make plans, what God, God laughs. laughs. So you telling me your plans, God laughs. But I know God be key key. When I say God, God be telling a whole joke. Stand up, comedy. Netflix. Netflix Stand is a special. joke. Special. <laughs> right there is God saying, now look what this girl did today. She thought she could tell me or make plans. But we have to let it go. And so with that story, I really did until until that Mallory part, which I, I know, I get it. There are going to be problems in a relationship. You got these cameras in, these, in your face. You better act right. You making me look, you making my girl look crazy, which makes all of us look motherfucking crazy. <laughs> it's the way we really were. It was all of us. Ooh, and that's why when he, that it. apology at the reunion, when he said, I'm sorry for making you look crazy, that's the blackest apology I've ever Child. heard. We all understood it. We all understood it because my one rule, what's our one rule in relationships? Don't have me out here yeah, looking crazy. Looking crazy. That's my family looking crazy. That's it. It covers a lot of ground. That's my ladies. prayer every night. Hey God, <laughs> thank I you for the relationship. As you lay me down right. to sleep, I pray my soul to keep, baby. And if I die before I wake, please don't have this nigga out here making me look crazy. <laughs> please don't have this nigga. Out here crazy. So you just gotta trust. And I, I figured she trust him. And then when she saw that, I just was like, when she sees this. This is going to, you know, break our heart. I was very protective over her for some we reason. We were. I and I, it, No, it was instinctual, big sister. And it's just like because <sighs> it was like she represented a part of us that we all wanted to protect. Right. And I think, and, and that's why I was like, as long, I said, as I said with Jay, as long as you keep Ayana happy, you can live. I'll mm-hmm. leave you. I'll let mm-hmm. you live. Mm-hmm. Harm, mm-hmm. make one mm-hmm. tear roll down mm-hmm. that girl's eyes in front of me and we Not fight. No problem. But I'm going to hold back. Out of respect for my girl Ayana, that's your husband. I'm going to mm-hmm. root for y'all because it's what she wants. And that's what I had to realize. And that's during what the she reunion. deserves. During the reunion, I'm like, everybody was talking wants. me down, like, "Hey, we gotta, we gotta let her love, Have let it. her do." And, and I'm she's sure getting that's it. How, yeah, and it seems she's like she's getting, getting it. Yes, and that's you know? all I could wish for and I could hope for. You can't, you know. A lot of our tra- traumas were riddled in that, though. I think a lot of us was yeah. like, "Hey, run away, run, go, leave, <laughs> do, don't look back." He's Harriet. Fuck him. Harriet Let it go. Right. Get it out of here. Get but out. no, it's, it's because, and to our point about what we want to talk about more in this episode, is we're used to seeing black women get embarrassed or like not be, or any of that on reality television. Whether we started out with Flavor of Love, 
to oh, The Bachelor, to shows like The Bachelor and everything mm-hmm. in the gamut. We have competition shows where, first of all, we have to struggle to even see ourselves on there. Or then we still don't have a like diversity within diversity. We just have only like, you know, the ultimate pageant queen, top 10, acceptable kind of black women on these shows. And then we got shows where the whole cast is black. And we, I thought, okay, maybe now, maybe now that everybody's black, we won't have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. But then you remember, oh, I forgot some of these niggas hate us. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Silly me. Tricks are for kids. I forgot that some of these niggas hate us. Yeah. So now that's where you get the pages and Chris's were married at first sight. That's where you get the Elijah, the Elijah ones and the Katinas. There's so much there, and I want so much more for black people and dating reality shows. Period. Like mm-hmm. I would like to see more black people I, I want everybody to have their dating shows but i feel like we've had everybody else have their dating shows for the last fucking 30 years i would mm-hmm. like to see black people be the majority of these reality shows you know of yeah. these dating re- reality shows so that's all i'm saying I, I would like more of these things and also more people open to growth and going outside of what they usually date and More be like, flexible. hey, right. Yeah. I'm like you open. came here to be doing new experience. Do it. Commit. Do it. Commit to the to the process. Right. Sometimes it's harder than it seems, and I get that. But I mean, that it looks. But that's the thing. And uh, yeah, so I get that. I really do hope that we get that. We do want to get a little bit deeper into what Black women have to endure to find love on these shows. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to bring on. The one of the few black women we saw actually have a great experience on one of these shows. Like the mm-hmm. one of the first examples I felt of watching a black woman get loved on properly on reality television. And so that is Lauren Speed Hamilton mm-hmm. from season one of Love is Blind. That's so let's girl. welcome Lauren to the show. We are here with the first, it's crazy, 2022, we still got first. The first black woman who made us believe that love is truly blind and has the receipts to prove it. We're here with Lauren Speed Hamilton. Period. Girl, you look good. Oh, y'all look good. You look blessed. You look blessed. <laughs> you're moisturized. Yes, hydrated. You're glowing. So to start off, you know, every interview, we make sure that we ask, how's your heart? You know, especially during mm-hmm. these times. How yeah. are you feeling? You know what? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I think that for me, this year has been all about balance, um, which is kind of balancing my work career goals with kind of my self-care, self-love, being sure I'm taking the time that I need for my breaks and just to breathe and meditate and all that girl and sit in a room by myself with the door closed and lights <laughs> off if I need. And I'm doing all of that. So that's really helped me taking my vitamins, sis, drinking my water. So I'm good. I'm good. Yes to the vitamins. Yes yeah. to the water. <laughs> I definitely realized I needed vitamins. Yes. Especially during COVID. I started <laughs> yeah. heavy on the zinc, the vitamin C, yes. and all that. Mm-hmm. But we are so excited to have you on today. This episode, we've been chatting about dating reality shows. But more specifically, the representation of black women on reality shows. 
what was the first dating reality show you remember watching? And what was the representation that black women like as you remember it? Wow, the first dating reality show. I actually remember Flavor of Love. Like, mm. growing mm. up, watching that, seeing that. Representation-wise, um, I mean, that show was pretty much... <laughs> it was a hot mess, as we all know. But I will say, New York, Tiffany, um, Polar, she stood out. Uh, and, mm. you know, she's she has a big personality. Um, I definitely remember seeing her and um, her being herself, although it was definitely some cattiness on that show, okay, between the women. and um, But that's mm-hmm. always stood out to me, even just, like, with my opportunity with reality TV and that, you know, just seeing black women in different reality shows and how they were portrayed really made me going into this situation be kind of hyper aware of um, just everything. And I won't get too ahead of myself, but... Yeah, so, but definitely my, I remember seeing I Love New York on Flavor of Love and, and the other ladies, Delicious mm-hmm. and, and all of them. Mm-hmm. And I remember Next, remember Next? Oh, the, uh, yes. Next, the bus. You had Blind. Next. Yes, yes, the bus. Oh, man. Remember I forgot Room about Raiders. That. Yes, oh, Room Pattern Raiders Control. Oh, you talking? You talking MTV era? I'm talking, yeah, because that's all they had at one point. (laughs) Yeah, they had all dating shows, and all I saw was white people. Like I didn't really see a lot of black. There would be like one black person, and they would get eliminated as soon as they touch the screen. Child, as soon as they touch the screen. Fact. Um, not much has changed. But obviously, you have yeah, Yeah. (laughs) right. But obviously, you have your personal experiences, Mm -hmm. which we'll get into, you know, in a bit. But do you remember how you felt watching these shows prior to being on one? How did that make you feel? Oh, man. I mean, specific shows that I watch, like, with your love and hip-hops and and -hmm. stuff like that, watching it, and honestly, it didn't make me feel the best. I mean, of course, these Mm -hmm. shows are entertaining, but, I mean, you know, watching any kind of train wreck or a dumpster on fire can be uh, entertaining. Look away. Right. right. That doesn't necessarily mean that that is good per se or a great representation of, of women mm-hmm. or a whole culture. Um, but yeah, in a lot of different aspects, it was just kind of unbelievable to see that this was on TV and that it was just kind of repetitive. Cause I feel like I was always waiting for the girl to come in who I felt like reminded me of me or that mm-hmm. I could really relate to. And she never came in. It was just always kind of like this perception of like, you have to be catty or you have to be loud or you got to fight or you better throw that drink girl. And it's like, Oh, where's the girl that's going to come in and just be like goofy and fun. Like, where is she at? Mm-hmm. And that was so just rare to see and still kind of rare. Well, now I feel like it's definitely gotten better. You know, we have the, the Mies and the Issa Rays and the Ayanas. So I love how we're kind of making this transition into black women being comfortable being themselves and just, you know, in a reality setting as well. Yeah, and I'm glad you just transferred into that because we were going to ask how do you think they've improved? And so you mentioned yourself, Mm -hmm. you mentioned Ayanna, we're mentioning a lot of Netflix shows helping with the improvement. Yeah, sure. You know. Definitely. (laughs) Absolutely. Letting us know that there's not one type of black woman. Yeah. Right. And I think that is the key. Not one type of black woman. I think what helps with that is the addition of shows that are even exclusively black. So then it's not yes. the situation like the ready to loves, you know, and like the, mm-hmm. those the shows yep. where it's like you're not competing sure. to be the like 
against these people with all like completely different looks of you or like having to be like, do you want to be in inter- like all of these things that you know, come with being the one black girl on the competition show full of, you know, mm-hmm. traditional beauty standards and all of these things. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I definitely agree with that. Like when it comes to, like you said, ready to love and it's just like, now it's, ah, ah, you know, it's right. like representation, a, a smorgasbord. Of, right. of us and like you said it's not just one type of black girl so I love to see that I love to see that that representation is so important man yeah I think what's also interesting yeah. about the uh, the representation though is it kind of shows us that some of the problems as far as that black women face on reality television go further than just well you do you want to be with the black girl because then we have these black couples and they're dealing with even like additional layers to it and I think like sometimes like Ready yeah. to Love or when they match black couples on Married at First Sight, like we're seeing mm-hmm. the extra things or expectations or things that people have to go through. I agree. I definitely agree. And um, even like you said, with shows like, say, The Bachelor or Bachelorette, you know, it was usually only, like you said, the one black girl, one black guy. And like you said, usually they would get kicked off within she the first out of here. Right, couple weeks for whatever reason. Oh, they'll keep her on for a week. Or <laughs> oh, yeah, they, for, they, you know, at least a week action. just to. <laughs> right. <laughs> they can't kick her off immediately because the claws. Right. You know, at least make it to yeah. the second episode and then. Mm-hmm. But um, definitely. So I love to see, like you said, the layers of seeing actual black couples, multiple black mm-hmm. couples, and kind of layering in what not only you have to go through as an individual, but now as, you know, together as a couple. What do black couples have to go through? What. What um is different about, you know, our experience as black people um, than mm-hmm. everybody else and say like The Bachelor and even interracial couples, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Yeah. So, And talk to us now a bit about your decision to go on to Love is Blind. Tell me about this casting experience mm-hmm. please yes yes let us know <laughs> the casting absolutely like yes so my experience with casting um from love is Blind is quite different you know after our season it kind of switched up a little bit but we were actually reached out to cameron and i by casting directors for me personally in my dm y'all somebody slid in my dm Yes. Um, and basically she was just like, Hey, it's a new dating show coming out and I think you'd be perfect. And I live in Atlanta, so there's a ton of reality shows being filmed here. I never right. pictured myself as the like reality TV girl. I mean, at the time, you know, I had a media company, I was businesswoman, I do mm-hmm, production. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Reality TV, I just never saw myself doing that. Um, and then so I, I ignored it the first time and the woman, her name's Lauren, Lauren Spears, she just kinda kept sending me messages like hey, I really think you should check this out. So I'm like, okay, well, just send me the information. I gave her my email address. So she finally sent it over and I was like, through a wall. Like she sent me a very (laughs) brief, brief synopsis. And I was just like, this is crazy. But at the same time, I'm intrigued Mm. because dating here in Atlanta, y'all, is so bad. It's terrible. It's terrible. So I was really drawn to the fact that I could really connect with someone other than just the physical. Like maybe I could really talk to somebody and really connect with them on a human level. So I was like, let's just see where this goes. And, you know, they ended up calling me to go on the show actually two days before filming. So I didn't even know I made the show. Unlike most people were like, oh, I knew like a month in advance. I knew two months. They literally called me like 
two days before filming. And it was like, okay, uh, we decided to select you. Or can you be on the show? I was like, uh, and I was in Paris at the time. I was like traveling. So it was just like, oh my God, I have to get my life together in 24 hours. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. So that was my um, situation with casting and actually going on the show. But I was definitely kind of hesitant at first because it just seemed crazy. It was reality TV. I've seen, you know, other reality TV shows. I didn't want to be that. I wasn't. Yeah, I was about to say how crazy it is. I wasn't about to go on there and be fighting and doing all this. But at the same time, I was intrigued because Dayton and Atlanta sucked. And I was like, well, let's just see. So what kind of questions did they ask you? I'm very interested in Mm, during the casting process. Yeah. So they asked me basically about like my past relationships. They asked, you know, what went wrong? Was there a common thread? Um, they definitely asked like, you know, do you have a particular type? Which I answered, I don't really have a type per se, but I'm the type of person who's really attracted to personality. If you can make me laugh, mm-hmm. then I'm with you. Um, of course I want to be attracted to the person. Right. Um, I had never dated a Caucasian man or anybody other than someone who was black. So that was just that I was always right. open to it, but I feel like even as I was going out, just you know other races also where would you find a white finding a white man in atlanta like okay you ain't finding a white (laughs) man right right. you go over there you know right in in the that athens and them right then you can find (laughs) you one but even like at the time i was living in buckhead if i would go out and say if it was a a white guy who was staring at me or whatever he just it never it was just like okay so this <laughs> is like you know all right so that's just kind of where that way it just never happens and was the way the show was set up help you as far as feeling as a black woman being on there because what's great about love mm-hmm. is blind is it's like you kind of eliminate that initial oh i don't want to date her because she's black or like the da, 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 da of mm, it all like right. they don't know they they right. have to get to know you without any preconceived notions did that aspect mm-hmm. of it make you feel a bit more like was did that play a role in your decision yeah I mean that's definitely something that that crossed my mind um then again as they showed on the show it was one date that I went into the pod and I sat down and this is our first date and the guy's like are you African-American because you sound African-American and I was just like what and then that's when I was like, <laughs> like, I was like, I'm a mess with his head. And I was like, actually, no, <laughs> I don't know why I did that voice still to this day. I don't know why I did that, but it was just like, we're not about to do that. Like we're, you're not about to say, Hey, are you black? Cause, uh, I don't even know what, what his follow-up would have been that was going. Yeah. Right. I don't even know where that was going, but it, it wasn't anything that I was interested in continuing. So, mm-hmm. you know, but, um, like you said, just going into it, definitely. I thought about like, you know, other people's intentions going into it as well as myself. Like, will I just kind of making these connections with people and not per se knowing their ethnic background, even like Cameron, for example, Cameron, I didn't know what Cameron was. And I know people were like, oh, you had to have some type of inkling. But Cameron, I just really didn't know. And it was even on the girl side, it was just like, what do you think Cameron's background is? <laughs> do you think he's white? Do you think he's black? I was like, I don't know. Hell, he could be Asian. He could be Latino. I don't know. You know? So y'all didn't even have the discussion. Y'all no. didn't even have like, hey, 
are you know hey what do you put in your potato salad like you didn't I was ask like, that question some people, there that were people, some people were trying to get away the answer without getting the answer like I'm not I'm trying right, to find right, out I'm trying right. to find out I would, I would <laughs> that would have been you I'd like so that way. what ingredients do you use when you right. season I did ask him if he likes to cook how many seasonings low key I did ask him if he likes to cook and I asked him I was like so what's your favorite dishes and I was like so how do you season that <laughs> I did ask that question yeah, but right. it was just like I'm gonna sing I'm gonna throw it out there <laughs> Cam's actually a great cook too by the way but oh that's fire you've talked about worried. feeling a bit I mean <laughs> I too would be worried yes. okay um you've talked uh about feeling a bit anxious about mm-hmm. falling in love with a non-black person on the show because um, you're someone who was invested in the black culture. Mm-hmm. Three years into marriage now. Three years, Lauren. Yeah, almost four, girl. Almost wow, four. I can't believe it's this crazy. Oh. Things. Yeah. How has your perspective changed? And I know it has. Yes. I mean, it has yeah, absolutely. I mean, my perspective honestly changed, I would say, right at the beginning, just because I think the main thing for me, like the anxiety going into it was just like, man, what are my peers going to think that, you know, I'm so uh, vocal about who I am, proud of who I am, proud of my culture, proud of all of that. And then going on the show and falling in love with someone who's not of that culture, like initially that like scared me. And it was just like, oh my God, I'm going to be judged. People are going to say this and that. But then I was just kind of like, well, are you happy? Like, do you feel like this guy really, you know, could be your husband? You guys could really be together. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, well, that's all that matters. But even just growth wise now from the four years from when we first met, I guess, got married. And we've definitely grown just through conversations and just through the ways of the world. I feel like so much has happened in the past three or four years, just, you know, in regards to the BLM movement, in regards to everything that we went through in 2020. Mm. And that really caused Cam and I to have some conversations that at times weren't that comfortable, that were difficult to have. And, um, you know, it's just stuff that had to be said just because it's like us as this Uh, having this new platform and being this interracial couple in the very year when the world discovered racism, quote unquote, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like kind of all of these eyes and voices were just like, so Lauren, so Lauren, so Lauren. And meanwhile, I'm just in a corner crying, trying to figure out what I'm going to do for today because the world's on fire and I'm just trying to handle it mentally. So, and Cameron is my husband, you know, even, with him being a white man, he just wanted to help. He just wanted to support. What can I do? Tell me what to do. So we had to have a conversation that was difficult because it was kind of like, I mean, you can't do anything. This is something you'll never understand. This is something that, you know, the best thing you could do for me is support me in that moment. And I think that that was a tough conversation for us, but it was a real conversation. It was one that had to be had. And um, so, yeah, I was I would say we've definitely gotten stronger mm-hmm. and communication is definitely our strong point And it's not something that we shy away from. I tell it how it is. It's, you that's, know? Key. That. that's key. And uh, that's how it has to be. It's so important for me to feel comfortable being myself in any relationship, um, let alone uh, an interracial relationship. And I think that that's a question I get asked a lot. And stop me if I'm talking too much. y'all. Because I no, 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 please. Girl. Girl. OK, that's OK, communicate. Okay, I was going to say, <laughs> yes, communicate. Yes. I was gonna say and that's a question that I get asked all the time from 
you know, I guess fellow black women is like, do you feel comfortable being in, in an interracial relationship? Because I just feel like I couldn't be myself. And to me, that just like hurts my heart because I don't think anybody should be in any type of relationship when they don't feel like they can be their self. And that for me has never been a problem. <laughs> you know, it's like I have to be myself. And even, you know, that was one of the reasons why I even went on Love is Blind mm. is so that someone can really love me for me regardless of the exterior. Yeah. So that's kind of right. carried throughout our relationship. Yeah. And I think when we talk about like the expectations we feel or what we kind of brace ourselves for as black women when we're watching these shows, mm-hmm. like we, we're used to disappointment. Like we said, we, we're used to them being eliminated. We're used to this stuff. So like yeah. bringing all of that, I think for black women watching your season of Love is Blind, you know, we're seeing bird's eye view, which you guys aren't seeing, right? So I don't meet myself. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, Lord, how camera going to react when he see Lauren Black, <laughs> Jesus? Please let him not. Or like, how is she going to react? Like, yeah. I, you know, like, you know, like yeah. you just have that because of what we've seen. I think what made me right. fall so in love with, <laughs> don't fight me, girl. Your husband, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Is how watching, like how watching him adore you regardless you know what i mean like i wasn't that was the spin mm-hmm. that we didn't see like you know what i mean like it was it just felt yeah. so good to see that like this black woman on a reality show being loved down like mm. adored like ain't nobody got mm-hmm. no question we were like, oh, that man, we were like you know he may be a white man but that white man love him some more okay yeah and i feel like that was all, that's that's all i said every episode <laughs> every episode I said, that white man love her and like we loved watching <laughs> You have that, mm-hmm. especially in the midst of it was like one of the first times where I'm like, dang, things are going best for the black girl. Who knew? Like, you know, what I mean, like right. it was like such a flip of the right. switch where like everybody else was struggling. Mm. People were dealing left and right and not you, though. Y'all was good. And then even in the, right. um, the follow up, when you guys came back with those second set of episodes, you know, that deep breath where it's like, OK, they still together. And like. Yeah. Meanwhile, people are fighting, arguing, being petty. And here go and at the party and you and Cameron are just sitting there. He giving you a speech about how much right, he loves like, you. Taking y'all, you know, right. King, yes. y'all my ties. Watching the drama, not being part of it. And I loved that. It's a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. Yeah. And also noted that, like, we've already known that black women are lovable. Oh, yes. And deserve yes. love. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And for a long time, I haven't seen that. And I am the queen. Let me tell you something, Lauren. I will watch a dating show. She will, wa- <laughs> she will watch. She will watch a dating yes. show. I will watch a dating show. <laughs> just to root for the black and person. just to get right. upset. One black person. <laughs> right. Then, right. Right. Just to get upset. Just to be disappointed. Yeah. Um, but because I held out so much hope every every single like season of something, I yeah. just knew okay, this like has to be gonna happen. where a black woman wins. Yes. This has to be a woman. Right. And so, like, to see that actually happen and know that, see, I told y'all, like, <laughs> we have we are a lovable Oh, absolutely. Being. And it's like, see, this absolutely. is how we're supposed to be treated. It was like, to be watch loved. this. And, right. This is how... Yes. This is how black women need to be being treated on these shows. Like, the queens okay. we are. And so... I love and that representation. Cameron had no question. That, I was the one that was questioning. Yeah, like, you, and you I loved sure? it. And I loved it. I said, yes. Yeah. And I black loved woman it. making Every choices second. that she wanted because she good. Right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. give us, it's a, do I want do this? Do you want this? You know? Right. Versus like the, the right. idea that we're so thirsty. The ball Or like we're so desperate. Court. Right. That like, mm, oh my, we're not, it was, so, it was no pick me about it, as we like to say. It was very absolutely. much like, you know, I am also seeing if you're what I want. I know that you want me, but do I want you? Because that matters too. And I don't think we get a lot of mm-hmm. representation of black women 
had like no. doing that process like, like having those oh objects. yeah because it happens in real yeah, life i agree it happens in scotty it happens in scotty's dms every day so like what i'm saying <laughs> girl your dms blown up but but when you see when you see things like that especially you mentioned like atlanta dating my friends yeah. who live in atlanta be like girl we don't even get the choice to be like hey <laughs> I don't want to date you. We got to take the, we have to take advantage of any right date of that what's we available. Get. Right. 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 Of what's available. Very there sparse. are so many women. You know, and it's right. funny that you ladies bring that up because that's one of the things that I actually heard the most when the show came out, um, you know, from my fellow sisters. It's just like, man, yes. Hand clapped that we finally get to see a black woman who is kind of, uh, I don't know if I would say the center of the show, but kind of being held. Girl, in you were the center. center. You Laura were say center. Well, you know, it's okay. Don't be wanting to say. Be humble. It's, no, it's, you be humble. We'll say it. We'll say it yeah, for you. Know. We'll say right. it for you. Like she I ain't said, said it, we said it. <laughs> Lauren is right. the center. You know, but being held in this esteem, and like you, lady said, not only that, but being myself, not having to be in the center of drama, mm. and just being there to be loved. Oh, I love that. And I think sometimes producers don't even realize what you, you, if you do something to a white couple and you make play up this drama or something like that, it won't have the same connotation as if you do it with a black person involved. And like, yeah. just because they may not yeah. just be Absolutely. aware of like, sometimes in production, there's this frame of like, oh, this frame works. Like, you know, the, mm -hmm. you know, like these, right. these, these archetypes where it's like, oh, this is like, right. you know, the party girl or the player or the things that don't Absolutely. realize that like, but when you stamp that label or try to make that the, like the drama part and it's a black, mm. like, or like even in this season of Love is Blind, right? This current one with mm -hmm. the Jared, Mallory mm -hmm. and Ayana triangle mm, like mm -hmm. i don't know if as mm -hmm. many people were thinking on the back end about what it looks like even for us to see in the sense that like ayana is a black woman and this other woman is um latina and it's like mm -hmm. what the what making it seem like just for like whatever drama fun that like oh is this what jared really oh, yeah. wanted when right. it was in a room where it, we don't know what the races were to begin with but that's how it looks mm. and so you have to be people were right. it was triggering like i had a lot of friends who yeah. were like oh i was triggered by watching this mm -hmm. because like we don't want to see the like almost like second choice choice right. and like playing that up when i think because i think from my like from what I saw when the couples went to live together, I feel like Ayana and Jared probably had the least amount of drama once they were living together, right before the wedding. Mm -hmm. And so it was like the only thing that they had for their storyline is what happened at the honeymoon right. the thing. And so like, but playing that up, you know what I mean? Or like yeah. the playing this up yeah. is kind of like it has this whole somehow other that became the center that like yeah. you're not even maybe even realizing, you know, that mm -hmm. it's doing the black woman because we're constantly you know, being to like, oh, we're, when, you know, when you get on, he gonna leave you for this girl or this girl or this non-black girl, girl or this and that. And it's like, and Ayana herself is like on the high beauty and standards of black women to begin with. You know what I mean? Like Ayana could yeah. be in Vogue tomorrow with her little shorts. I oh, mean, yeah, you know, obviously she shouldn't have the highest supermodel, but she has the excellent bone structure. Oh she's yeah, gorgeous, she's gorgeous. Great teeth. Great teeth. And a beautiful personality. But like, it's like they all, <laughs> like they're a beautiful couple, but I just feel like, you know. I was definitely triggered. Yeah, I was triggered too. I was triggered. Girl, that made me think back like, ooh, it's, Definitely. Just even the situation of like him telling uh, Mallory one thing and then kind of telling Ayana another thing. Like, I didn't say that, baby. You know, whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. 
it was just like ugh, triggering for sure i was mad about I mean, it I okay was mad about it right but it was it's i it breaks my heart sometimes when people do fall victim to like thinking that producers don't put have shit in hand. there yeah right have a hand in trying to you know get you to get riled up get you to mm-hmm. react definitely because it's tv it's got to be entertaining right. at the end of the right. day if it's not entertaining are we gonna watch it or are we gonna be bored mm-hmm. and it's like but something right but it's like at the expense of these are real people they're not actors yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah because they already have your narrative mm-hmm. in their head they've written down oh, what yeah. your narrative is going to be absolutely so it's up to you to really bring that out to actually be like hey yeah and just be yourself you know what i'm saying and just be aware of the questions that they're asking like if they're asking something that's not really like makes you kind of shudder or think twice like be Mm -hmm. like no that's not me i'm not answering that i'm not saying that yeah like that's so important for anybody listening who's interested in going into reality tv you have to have a strong sense of self Mm, because it's Mm -hmm. so easy for that to be swayed just through production i mean whether that's the editing whether that's producers asking you questions to get you to say something it's almost like the news right you see people getting interviewed on the news and then they ask you all these questions but they show the one clip of you where you like shoo he did this and this, you mean it's when, the same thing <laughs> we can't go to how people be on the news where the hell can we go where can you go right you know what i'm saying so it's like they always show that little sound bite and that's what reality a big part of reality tv is 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 that so but on the flip side of like positivity with it that we are seeing you know there was a refinery 29 article that talked about how black women mm-hmm. and dating reality shows about it talked about the, this topic and it was basically saying that instead of finding love on these shows black women are finding the bag i want to know your thoughts mm-hmm. on that you know like i and for me like the one of the first people i think of is the <laughs> icon the legend new york you know, she ain't get yes. played, Hello. but she's became a right. legend and got her own reality oh, show yes. spin off off of it. And I think one of the Bachelor mm-hmm. Black Bachelorettes was maybe somebody who didn't get picked before on one of her seasons. And so, like, I think, like, you know, and then we're seeing endorsements, all of these things, like, especially. So, like, oh, yeah. what do you think? What are your thoughts on how black women are par- parlaying this into getting the bag? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, myself included, because <laughs> you know, hey, I feel like <laughs> no, honestly, like I feel like, hey, it's an opportunity. We share our life, we share our personality, and people love that. We welcome people into our life every day. Like, y'all right. think we're not supposed to make money and uh how are we supposed to pay our bills? Right. And mm-hmm. one thing about brands and working with brands is like someone like me for for example. Like I myself, I am a black woman. I scream from the mountaintops loudly. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of black women who support me. So brands see that and they're like her. But that all comes from being myself, being very vocal about things. So I love to see it. Hey, get your bag, get your bag, get your bag. And I love to see it as we should be absolutely and get your full bag don't get your half bag sis make sure they pay you what you deserve and what you owed let me tell you cross-reference them rates cross-reference them rates right Right. (laughs) i was about to say cross-reference get them rates right also 
make sure you stay true to your dignity too. Absolutely. I think a lot of time, you know, brands will have you stepping out, mm. saying shit that you wouldn't say. Right. Dignity on all, all on screen, of this on thing. Screen. On screen, doing brand stuff yeah. online mm-hmm. with the bag, especially with the bag, because that's when they try to come for you. Just like, mm-hmm. not to bring up uh, Mr. Smith, but you know what Denzel said to him, when you have your highest moment, that's when the devil comes in. And that's the same with the bag, because all of a sudden you may become popular you get mm-hmm. getting all these offers and something may just not sit right with your spirit it might be a big check but that doesn't mean you have to do it it's never worth your self-worth and it's never worth your mental health if you're doing something that pays you but gives you mental anguish or you can't sleep at night because of it mm-hmm. don't do don't it, do it. Right. it's not worth it because these brands will work hard trying to exploit you oh absolutely and, and, and using you blackness. as a token boom Wow. Yes. Same time. Using you yes. as a token. Not celebrating mm-hmm. you because you're black, but using mm-hmm. you just because you're black. If they only call in for Black History Month, we got a mm, problem. Okay. Where you at, where, where you <laughs> at in issue. April when I got to pay my taxes? <laughs> right. Where you, where you at? I need the checks. Throughout the year. <laughs> okay. Period. But no, it, but that's right. what it made me think of another Denzel uh clip when we were talking about where uh when we, when i saw this question where it was like i'm leaving here with something it may not be a man may not be love but i'm leaving here with something and with if it's the something. bag i guess it's the bag period <laughs> and that's everywhere like i think any so far on netflix mm-hmm. all the like dating shows that i've watched the black girl is the main character Mm, it's not our yeah. fault. I mean, we're just fun. We're Too just hot more to handle. Absolutely. I, I hate to tell you. Okay. We're, we're we have a great personality. We're fabulous. We look great. And you have to be twice as good to get there. So of course you're better. We push the culture forward. Black women yeah. push the culture forward. Okay. We are the standard. No matter what people tell you, the beauty industry, whoever, if you if you look at the beauty industry, Kim Kardashian did not start cornrows, honey. Okay. She did not start cornrows, beads, all that, how we dress, how we talk, our flair, all of that. Like, black women are the standard. And I love that no matter how much you try to erase that, how much Mm. you are going to try, you know, try to put white women in the forefront, everybody knows the truth. Oh, absolutely. And people are starting to learn more Mm -hmm. about, like, that. So this goes into this next question how can dating reality shows do better do a better job at honoring black women mm. if you was the head of like a dating show yes what what would you do what would you say hey. absolutely i think that to start it's important to not only have black women on the show past the first episode but you know just to kind of show the variety in black women there's so many different types of black women not only how we look on the outside, but just who we are on the inside, our personalities, the things that we're passionate about. Show me a spectrum of black women Thank on you. these shows. Wow. The diversity within diversity. I would love to see that. Truly. Love to right. see that. There's, there's the HBCU black girl. There's the Jack and Jill black right. girl. There's the round the way black Thank girl. Y'all. There's the fashion yes, the black girl. Yes, you know, there's, we, there's, it's the there's a Hillary lot. Banks there's black girl. Exactly. It's the, you know, us, it's like there's so many varieties yeah. of black women and black people in general. And I think television needs to do a better job of that. I mean, of course, not just reality scripted, too, but I feel like we're moving in the right direction, but especially for reality TV, because I feel like mm-hmm. so many of the popular, successful shows kind of show this one 
one dimensional in a lot of different ways type mm-hmm. of black women. But listen, it's a whole, whole lot out there that we need mm-hmm. to see and bring to the forefront. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Lauren. We had such a good time talking Oh, thank you. you for having me. Thank you so much, y'all. This has been a pleasure. Anytime. Yes. And welcome to the Netflix podcast family. Oh, thank you. Hopefully I ain't tell too much truth and I still got it after this. No, thank you for having me, ladies. I had a great time and thank you so much. This was great. Great. We got to teach you the handshake now. Yeah, we have. Oh, what about you secret meetings? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Secret meetings. Yes. Here for it. All right. That's our show. Thank you for tuning in, guys. First one back. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> our show is a production of Netflix and Strong Black Lead. Our senior producer is Jess Jupiter. Original music by Amanda Jones. Make sure you share your thoughts with us on the episode using the hashtag OKNowListen. Follow Strong Black Lead on the socials at Strong Black Lead. And follow us too. I'm at Sylvia Obell. And I'm at Scotty Beam. Keep my co-host's name and my out your motherfucking mouths, okay? I mean, keep it in, but don't talk but, crazy. Right, don't, don't make me look crazy. <laughs> don't and don't make her look crazy, crazy either. <laughs> Stay blessed. Stay blessed. Love y'all. See y'all next time.